It's the True Achievements Podcast, Game of the Year Special. On today's show, we examine all the fallout from this year's results and find out which a game came in second. We check the somewhat strange results for the staff Game of the Year. And we fast forward time to look at some of the big releases coming up in 2016. All this and more on your RPG trying, developer excusing, leaderboard generating True Achievements Podcast. To a very special edition of the True Achievements Podcast, we are here talking about Game of the Year for 2015. Uh, woo. 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 As, as uh, listeners have probably deduced, I am O.C. Blue Jacket, otherwise known as Jonathan or Jay. Joining me today, we have Dave. Say hello, Dave. Hello. Happy New Year, everyone. Indeed. Happy New Year to us all. And we've got Rich. Say hi, Rich. Hey, Great to be back. Fantastic. And a happy new year. Yes, it is a happy new year to us all. 2016. I, it blows my mind that it is. <laughs> I, I mean, last year kind of took forever in some weird ways, but now I just can't believe that it's 2016. Yeah. Um, so let's just jump right into it. Uh, let's start by talking about the user-voted game of the year for True Achievements, which, no surprise to me, Fallout 4 uh, was voted as game of the year. Um, have either of you two played Fallout 4 yet, or am I the only one? Uh, I've played around two minutes of it at my friend's house, while he went to, um, while he went to look after his, uh, one-year-old who was crying upstairs. I grabbed the pad off him, because he'd been playing it quite a lot. He was a big Fallout fan. And he'd sunk, uh, he was already 30 hours in. And I, I picked up the controller expecting, you know, it looks like a regular first person he was playing in first person mode um so i was just wandering around trying to figure out what to do bring the map up and all i seemed to do was switch between first person and third person for about two minutes until he came down back down again and then we gave up but um he looks pretty i can go i can say that it's definitely a visual improvement over fallout 3 i actually watched uh I don't know if you guys saw it coming through social media this past week, but there was somebody who beat Fallout 3 in like under 15 minutes. Uh, so this week everyone's doing um, wow. good games quickly, aren't they? Yeah. Wow. So I, I watched that and it, it really impressed upon me That's how incredible. big the visual jump was from 3 to 4, which makes sense. I mean, Bethesda's had another game in between there uh, because they made Skyrim. Did you play Fallout New Vegas? Yes, I did. Was that a big leap as well? Or was... Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty big leap. I haven't gone back and looked at it recently, but I do know Fallout New Vegas was kind of a uh, prettier version of Fallout 3. It was definitely a different climate, like you're in the desert instead of in the capital wasteland. So mm-hmm. it was definitely in a different aesthetic. But as far as uh, just general graphics quality, there's still a pretty massive leap between uh, those two and Fallout 4. Uh, I, Dave, have you played Fallout 4 at all? No, I'm quite proud that I've managed to resist because I know for a fact I won't like it. So yeah, then, don't, yeah, then don't play it. Uh, you, just, I, you just fall into my trap. The hype gets me, in it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I go, "Oh, why did I do it?" So no, I've, I'm glad I've not bothered this time. To be honest, uh, I've 
my gaming, uh, I looked at my year interview, which we'll talk about in a couple of minutes, but my gaming, I cut back pretty hard this year. I made some life changes, tried to put more of a focus on getting in back into better shape. I've lost some weight, had a bunch of life stuff going on, so I didn't really game a whole lot this year, uh, and my gaming time has just generally been minimized, so I didn't even get any Xbox games for Christmas, uh, because I'm like, I'm going to play Fallout for quite a while, I'm going to buy the season pass when it comes out, and I'm going to probably just roll with Fallout 4 for the foreseeable future, and then when I see something that I want, it's probably going to be on sale, like, I still haven't played Halo 5, I'm going to play that wow. at some point. Um, but I've see. I think I think that's my problem with RPGs is that there's such a time sink, and I'm I think I'm notorious for wanting to move on to the next yeah. thing. I, I don't like knowing that there's another big game out that I, that I might enjoy that's out there, and I'm I'm too busy sinking time into something else. I think that's why I don't get on with RPGs. That I makes don't have that amount of time. That makes ton of sense. Um, I I used to be like that. But I also am of the perspective that I waited several years for Fallout 4, and now that it's here, I'm going to take my time and enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, That's totally So cool. according to the in-game counter, I've spent over three days' time in it. Uh, I don't know wow. what our site, or what it says, uh, if I looked at what it says for my on my profile here. In fact, I'm just going to pull it up right now while we're chatting. Uh, but I've, I'm at level 44. Uh, I've done... I don't know exactly where I am in the main storyline because they have this branching storyline where there's all these factions and they kind of come to a head. So all these factions that I've kind of been dabbling in are starting to come to the head again um, with the... So you've not actually completed the main story. No, I haven't. Uh, wow. According to according to our site, I've played 106 hours and 32 minutes of Fallout 4 since November 10th. Damn. Um, it's been, wow. aside from having to review other stuff, it's been the only game I've really played. Um, and I've got 32 of the 50 achievements at this point so oh okay that's not too bad considering you've not exactly the and main yeah story for you does it live up to what you're expecting and waiting for? that's a really tough question there are some things that i don't particularly enjoy about it they they put in the settlement building mechanic which i don't enjoy yeah I've heard about um that. the crafting system uh, i initially was not very happy with it but now i am because it played into my natural tendency to just go into an area grab all the stuff that I thought was valuable and then either sell it or store it. And this time I actually, you can tag um, materials that you need to build the stuff you want. So if you're searching through like a, a waste bin and it has say a camera in it, <laughs> the system knows that, Oh, you need copper that is found in that camera. So it'll highlight that camera knowing that you should grab that and uh, hang okay. on to it. So I, I kind of like the crafting system. Now the settlement building, totally not into it. Uh, unlike other games, or, or unlike Fallout 3, they've done a thing where the power armor, which has kind of been the iconic thing in the franchise, it's more of a vehicle than an actual outfit now, so you have to get in and out of it. So I never really use it. I've, I've basically just had it sitting in my shop, and I upgrade it when I can, but yeah. um, I'm really enjoying it. I don't want to say it's blown away my expectations, but it's definitely scratched the edge. Your I'm, expectations were high, though, to be fair. They, they were... Um, as far as technical stuff goes, um, it's been, you know, it's a little wonky like most Bethesda games are, but I haven't had anything that's made me want to curse curse the sky and scream out loud, uh, which I'd say <laughs> is a good thing. So I just want to bring, bring in the wonkiness up. I just want to say there's a lot of people that, um, when we bring up like glitches or stuff in reviews, they're like, oh, there's glitches. How can this game be any good if there's a glitch? But... This, these worlds are huge. They're vast. It's almost impossible to test 
the a million billion trillion combinations of things that you could do to cause a glitch. And for me, like people have been ragging on just cause as well because there are some occasional slowdowns and stuff. But if it's so occasional in such a vast amount of time that it for me it doesn't it doesn't dampen the experience at all. And um you know people on the site often say how can you give a game 5 out of 5 when it's got the odd glitch here and there because you can yeah. because you still love the game. It's an opinion. I, I can forgive a glitch. Exactly. I can forgive a glitch. Um, there have been games where in the past where they're they're just technical missteps have been enough to impact my enjoyment and yeah, that's totally. when that's when you affect the score but if if you're enjoying a game so much that you can look over those things then that's that's the reviewer's opinion. I mean there's no such thing yeah. as a perfect game. Exactly, exactly. The, the example of Just Cause, I think the problem with that was it had memory leak. So you said you were playing it like in a few hours at a time. I'd never have more than like so, two hours. Yeah, <laughs> so for you, the problem isn't that bad. For other people, if they sat playing it for eight hours, right, okay. then it might be significantly worse. But me reviewing it, I was playing for like three hours at a time, four hours. Mm-hmm. So you, you can't experience it in every way, can you? you know exactly, to... it's impossible. And the testers can't either. You know, the games would never come out if they had to test every yeah. single eventuality. And and the thing that's been made clear to me through other people about, especially Bethesda games, is they have so much internal processing. Like, yeah, exactly. There are so many things you can pick up and move in this world, and the game has to remember where you picked that up, where you moved it to, and what you've done with it. And there's literally millions upon millions of objects that it has to track at any mm. given second. I wonder how I, big your save file is. That's a really good question. I should look into that. So, I'm in the weird situation... Well, weird fortunate position of having an xbox in the office and an xbox at home um obviously we when we wrote the app uh we we have development xbox in 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 work and it's therefore tempting for me especially when i'm buying digital to start a game at home and maybe you know at lunchtime at work just say oh i'm gonna pick up where i left off and i have lost maybe four or five i know i don't realize this is unusual a lot of people don't have two xboxes so i i (laughs) <laughs> I'm not like boasting here, but I've been in this situation where I've lost save files because you turn your Xbox on and it tries to sync, but because all the saving's happening almost in the background now, there's no the the there's the save that your console will make when you reach a checkpoint, and then at some point that save gets pushed to the cloud, mm-hmm. and in theory it's all automatic. But if let's say you get to a checkpoint in a game like Fallout Four. Um, and you power down because you've just seen the save thing coming up. What might be happening at that point that you're powering down is that, I don't know, 100 meg save file might be getting pushed up to the cloud. So when you switch on your machine in the office and you go to bring that down, that might not be a complete file. And then things get wonky really quickly. So I've now stopped playing anything that's major across the two consoles. I'll only play like little arcade games because I'm worried about that save file. And I imagine with stuff like Fallout... That's an even bigger problem. Yeah, I, I actually am going to look into that. One, of the one gaming gift I did get for Christmas this year is I got an external hard drive for my Xbox. Mm. So it was very nice to see going from like eighty percent full to six percent full. And how uh, impressive is it when it just <laughs> it just expands the drive? It just becomes <laughs> yeah, one enormous great. drive. I was so impressed with that. Yeah, really yeah. neat. Um, so I could I could definitely waste a lot of time quote-unquote waste time talking about Fallout 4. But let's, <laughs> um, let's keep rolling. The runner-up was Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. Um, clearly, uh, again, this is an opinion, but I think those are the two best RPGs of the year. Um, someone may challenge that, but I, I think subjectively, as objectively you can get in a subjective opinion, those are probably t- the two best RPGs of the year. How many other RPGs um, were there of that sort of size? Ooh, I would... 
not many. Probably not that many uh, of that size and scale. They were the two big ones this year. Um, so, Jay. Think, yeah. I've been playing Witcher. Okay, okay. So I think I'm probably three hours in. Maybe. So you haven't even left the opening area yet? No, I have. I've, okay. I've done some stuff. I popped one achievement after about two hours, which was like, come that second hour, I was like, where's the achievement? I actually thought my maybe I dropped my connection to live because I'd done some stuff that I thought, oh, I was bound to get an achievement there. No achievement. I was like, two hours in, I was like, what? Has this game actually got any achievements in it? Uh, not that I just play games for achievements, but I quite enjoy it so far. Really? Yeah. I'm kind of surprised, and I'm pleasantly surprised, uh, because be. it's a great game. Yeah, I have uh, enjoyed it. Um, I've not skipped cutscenes, which is incredibly unusual for me. Um, the, the thing that the thing that frustrates me, and is probably common with RPGs full stop and something, I, I see like icons above people's heads. Like you're, you're walking around, so there's a bit where you're in a castle and you're chatting to some guy, and you're walking through the castle, and there's all these NPCs all around, and all of them have got little icons on their heads. And I'm, I'm trying to keep up with the guy, because I've got to talk to him and we're off wandering around, but all I want to do is stop and just find out what all these NPCs are doing. Well, they've clearly got conversation trees there, and it's it's difficult for me to just leave an area undone, if you know what I mean. One of the things, like, you're still relatively early, but when the game opens up, you're going to get a little more free control to go back and chat up all those people. Uh, yeah, I'm sure, but there's a lot of them. There's a lot. It's, it's a huge game. Uh, when I was reviewing, I think I lamented that I was having to mainline that main quest just to yeah. finish the game for review, and just mainline that quest, I spent over 60 hours. Um, so the, I, I have a feeling... I have a prediction that you will not finish that game, yeah, but uh, you will probably enjoy what you do. That's nailed on. <laughs> um, but yeah, I have enjoyed it. Um, I found myself dying a lot. I'm not even oh, yeah. on a hard difficulty level, but I keep getting killed by rabid dogs. And I'm, I'm wondering if um, if what I need to do is go and... Like, I've not upgraded any equipment. I've not bought any equipment. I've not found any equipment. So I'm, I'm just with the, the stuff that the Witcher comes with. His two swords, which I've, I still can't remember how to change sword, which is probably also not helping. Yeah, in, that's that's going to hurt, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think there's like some board, there was some notice board that I was supposed to look at and I couldn't be bothered. But I think that has like quests on it that get you cash. Yep. Once you've got cash, you can buy better weapons and that's probably what I need to be doing. But I'm just like plodding on, on the main story, but I, I'm now dying a lot. That's all very true, you are correct. The one thing I will say is... Um, I know how you tend to play games, Rich. You tend to charge in, you know, not caring about danger. Yeah. You can't play this game like that. You have to be a little more careful most of the time. It's three rabid dogs. If I can't handle three rabid dogs, there's something <laughs> not right. Uh, it's a poor carpenter that blames his tools. <laughs> um, all right, so I'm glad you're enjoying that. Let's let's keep scrolling. Uh, Halo 5 Guardians uh, was voted best shooter. Runner-up with Star Wars Battlefront. Um, I'd say if you threw Call of Duty in there, those are the biggest three shooters of the year. Um, yeah, I would chuck Gears. Yeah, um, Gears Ultimate. Yeah. Remake in there as well. Well, it, and that's also a remake. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, these were both new content. Yeah, no, I no, think. that's a fair point. That's a fair yeah. point. Um, so I've played a little bit of Halo, and I've enjoyed what I've played. Uh, Dave, you finished it, haven't you now? I've gone through the campaign and done all the achievements. But no, 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 that's what I mean. Sorry. Out of the ones I've played, I'd probably say that is the strongest shooter. From the, it's not. I don't think it's been a great year for shooters. Call of Duty was poor. Call of Duty was poor. There hasn't been a great deal of variety. Battlefield Hardline was okay, but it was a bit of a different... Yeah, interesting. So Did I either of you of play um, 
play the Wolfenstein expansion? The, the no, old blood? I didn't play no, that. No, you, you played that. Are the, yeah, I did. It's really good. And, it, and it's different, I mean, because it's more of the classic World War II style shooter. Yeah. Um, I, I enjoyed that a lot. I think I, I threw a vote for it. That was, I mean, granted, I didn't play Halo, Call of Duty, or Battlefront this year, so I voted that as my shooter of the year, I think. Uh, and I, I don't think that vote would have been misplaced. Um, I don't think it's quite as good as, as uh, The New Order, but uh, it was still very good. So it, I'm sure you could probably find it cheap at some point very soon. Yeah. You should definitely check it out. I liked what I played at Battlefront, but um, it just... It just didn't. I had high expectations of that game from the demos I'd played and the E3 presentations and the music and the sound and everything. And it just, it just let me down. I'm sure it's a, a perfectly acceptable shooter, but it's just, where's the campaign? Give me a campaign. The the thing that I heard about Battlefront is that it, it's quite shallow for an online shooter. It doesn't have a lot of depth to it, so it's easily accessible to yep. just an average gamer. But the hardcore shooter. Fans may not get everything they want out of it. That's fair. I'm not a hardcore shooter fan, but I find it yeah. relatively easy to drop into. Okay. Um, but I, you need that. I, I, I hate it when I go straight into multiplayer online and I'm, I'm just getting killed every two seconds. It's frustrating. Right. Uh, Halo was decent though, wasn't it? I think. I need I'm, to finish that. I'm looking forward to actually playing it at some point. Um, I, I've been tempted. Uh, some of the special editions, have, I've seen them on deep discounts and I've been tempted to buy one, but I'm like, no. Eventually, just the base Halo 5 Guardians, I'm going to see it for like 20 or 30 bucks, and then I'm just going to grab it and play it at that point. Uh, yeah, like, you should. It's really, it's really pretty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's definitely better with friends. If you've got people you know you can jump in with, I'll play with you. Cool. Yeah, I will too. I haven't finished the story yet, so I'm all over that. All right. um, one other very quick mention. I know it wasn't this year, but it sort of was. And Jay, you'll love this. Um, Dave... Myself and Jack last night. <laughs> I heard. I know where this is going. The first two hours, I'm playing Taken King. Oh, uh, that was um, this year. That is this yeah, year. Yeah, that was this yeah. year. So we can sort about sort of. And, and it won DLC of the year, so we can just jump it straight did. to that and talk about it, it because should, it I voted for yeah. it. And um, I really enjoyed it. I wasn't. I didn't think I was going to, but um, it fit, I prefer. It's, it's got a really sort of Halo vibe, as exactly you, as you'd expect. But I actually preferred what I played last night to what I'd played of Halo 5, for sure. The shooting's really smooth, in it? The really, really smooth. Really, really smooth. I thought I'd missed no cover, um, but I didn't. I, I, I loved it, actually. I'm, I'm quite looking forward to starting. I starting think the, the, the only thing more. for me so far is it seems to, with all the different things you can upgrade and stuff. Oh, I totally agree with that. There's I no, no kind of, I, I don't know what half the stuff I'm picking up is or how to use it. I'm just breaking stuff down. I don't know if it's worth anything or not. Uh, so <laughs> we might have to get somebody with a little bit of experience. Yeah, I can. <laughs> I might have to volunteer my services for that. You might be able to pull me in. I know I have some friends who we rolled Destiny quite a bit uh, this past fall, uh, and when Taken King came out, we rolled that for quite a bit too. We still haven't done the raids, but uh, I, I have several high level characters, and I, I, can, I can talk you guys through some stuff. But if you're still if you're still early characters, I mean, there's no wrong way to do it. You'll eventually start. Well, to... we were early, but then we got all got given a little token which boosted us straight to level twenty five. Okay, <laughs> yeah. But even then, you're uh, not going to find the super good gear that you have to quote unquote worry about. So I wouldn't worry about yeah. it. it. What I what I would encourage you to do is find your favorite kind of weapon, uh, and then find the best ones of those. I've been. I was playing as a hunter. In fact, we both were playing as hunter, weren't we? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I loved the the sniper rifle I got. Was in fact, it wasn't it wasn't a sniper rifle in the traditional sense. It was a gun that had a fantastic zoom. Yep. 
um, view on it, but actually fired relatively rapidly. Scout rifles, man. They're awesome. Yeah, really, really good weapon. Like, can take headshots from a long way. Really, really enjoyed it. The, the thing that gets me is, like, people that love Destiny play it a lot, and yep. <laughs> Jay's a perfect example. But for me, I know we only played for two hours, but it felt samey already in, in the second hour. It felt like we were doing pretty much what we did the first time we did a raid. So yeah. I, I, I wonder where that longevity comes from. Um, part of it's the loot grind, um, the potential to get new loot, just slightly leveling up your character. Uh, the Taken King did introduce variety in the strikes, so strikes can be different depending on or different each time, different enemy configurations and groups, so that provides some variety. Uh, the multiplayer is there. I'm not a huge fan of it, but that's another reason people keep going back. And then running daily quests. Um, there's like bounty boards. So you just go back every day. There's new stuff to do. You do that. You get reward. Um, you can use those rewards to get better gear sometimes or get coins that you can trade in for the uh, exotic gear merchant who comes on Fridays. There, there's a whole loop system that's designed to keep you coming back every day, every week, okay. and it's really hard to break out of. I've decided to go back and reread your review again for the third time. Um, now I've actually played it. Yeah. But yeah, I think out of all the shooters I've played this year, that's the one I've enjoyed the most, which is amazing. I would agree with that. I would totally agree with that. Um, so running it back, action adventure game of the year. Dave, you and I both reviewed these games. So Rise of the Tomb Raider was the winner, and Arkham Knight was the runner-up. Uh I, I can't see fault for saying Rise of the Tomb Raider in that position. I had I had some small issues with it. It's it's a good game. Um, I, I'm not going to rail against it. Uh, Arkham Knight, I, I think the main points of contention there were with the PC version of it, but the console version seemed to go well, and you really enjoyed it, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah, I, I think people got sick of... People are getting burned exactly. out on it, yeah. And the last one was not good, so I no. think that kind of really hurt this year's. Uh, I've I've unofficially sworn off Assassin's Creed, so I'm not going to go back. <laughs> um, I I really enjoyed Batman. I haven't. I've got. I think I've got like three missions left. I, I must finish that game at some point. Um, I have already purchased Tomb Raider, and I have already purchased Assassins, and they are on my console waiting for me to start at some point this year. I think January there's pretty much dead, no new games this month. So I'm going to try and clean up some old stuff. Um, but I'm really looking forward to playing both those games. Yeah, this was a weird year where none of the fall releases got bumped to January. Mm, Usually there's a yeah. handful that you would expect by Christmas and they get bumped to January for that reason, but I, yeah, I agree. Um, we've already talked about uh, best role-playing games for Fallout 4 and The Witcher. Mm-hmm. We've spoken about those. Platformers, um, a couple of downloadable titles. Uh, Ori and the Blind Force was the winner, which, given our review, makes sense. Uh, Shovel Knight was the runner-up, which is something I, I wanted to play. I just haven't found time to play Shovel Knight. Uh, have either of you played either of those? Uh, I've played Ori I've played probably Ori. for three hours, but I, I didn't grab it. Like, people were going nuts for it, like properly mad for it. So I actually bought it the day it came out just because people were going so insane in the reviews. And it, I, I quite enjoyed it, but I just think maybe I'm just not really into platformers at all, but it didn't grab me at all like it, I expected it would, having read read so much stuff about it. Yeah. 
All right. Um, racing games. Uh, this is this is your guys' world. Forza Motorsport Motorsport 6 uh, was the winner. And uh, Forza Horizon 2 presents Fast and Furious as the runner-up. So it's a Forza sweep. Uh, Rich, tell me about these. I know we've talked about them in the past. Yeah, so um, Fast and Furious 2 was a free game for about 10 days, I think. And it was just a sort of uh, thousand gamer score, two hour, maybe three hour tops trailer for playable trailer. Um for Forza Horizon 2 cool. and was was brilliant okay. um, uh, but as I say easy totally easy thousand gamer score um, anyone can play it even um, Matt in the office hates realistic races arcade races um, he actually loved it and he actually bought Forza Horizon 2 off the back of it so um, that was good Forza, uh, Forza Motorsport 6 a fantastic uh, new addition weather effects all new nighttime racing all new but the thing that I lo- every time I start a Forza motorsport game, I'm just like blown away by it for the first 20 hours, and then I realise that some of the achievement, and I'm like, I'm going to finish this game. Got to finish it. I love it so much. And you realise that some of those final couple of achievements are going to take you 150 hours, <sighs> and it's just there's no way you can make racing have enough variety to keep you enthralled for 150 hours. There's just no way that that can ever happen. In my eyes, so every time I I, I end up playing more than I want to, just because I I feel I should to try and get closer to these achievements that I'm never going to do anyway. So I should just stop when I'm, you know, when I've had my fill. But those games are ruined by those silly achievements in my eyes. Yeah, I agree. But in terms of in terms of like a simulation racer, I think Forza Six was pretty much as as close to perfect as it could be. Ah, it's perfect. Yeah. I agree. Without those achievements, it would be a perfect game. Um, no, although there's no such thing yeah. as perfect game. Uh, a quick shout out for Need for Speed, which I have purchased in the sale over the summer, but also played 10 hours of in EA Access. Uh, very unusual racer, massive open world, six different plot lines running through it as well. Um, so I'm going to spend more time on that in January. Um I don't think it's a brilliant racer at all. I just think it's interesting that they've tried to do something different with the genre. Um, so, little mention for that. Is it permanently nighttime in that? It is in when I'm playing it, but I think that might have been just to do with the EA access part of it. I'm not sure. It's permanently nighttime and it's permanently raining, but I can't believe they'd have made a whole game like that. <laughs> well, Batman did it. It worked for Batman. Yeah, but Batman's not a racer. <laughs> all right. Uh, best sports game. We have football and football. Um, so Yay. FIFA 16 wins best sports game. Madden NFL 16 gets runner up. Thoughts? Um, I played FIFA um, on the Axis actually, and played everything I needed to in the first ten hours. Really, it's FIFA. It's great. <laughs> but but you know, there's a million other Fifas. It's the same as them. All right. uh, action game. Rare replay is the winner and runner up. Mortal Kombat X. Um, I. I can't say I'm terribly surprised by that, just because the the value you get out of Rare Replay, I imagine a lot of people bought that because of the huge achievements, uh, the huge score factor, and then Mortal Kombat's a a brand name, Um, but I I heard this year's title wasn't quite as good as the last one, Uh, just Scuttlebutt that I heard. I played a fair amount of Rare Replay, um, because mainly because I remember the games the first time around, a lot of them. and it's incredible how hard some of them are. I like. I must have been such a better gamer when I was fifteen than I am now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but fortunately, they threw a rewind, a rewind um, facility into all the games, so you can actually rewind at any point. And they also threw challenges in um, snapshots. I think they were called five of them in each game, which made you play the game differently because back then games were very very repetitive i say forza 6 is repetitive but jetpack one is the most repetitive game um but yeah they're tough games they're proper tough games and it's just the the amount of hours that you get out of that purchase and it was it was a cheap it was half price game as well Mm -hmm. and it it had what is it 30 i think it's 30 games in there yeah bargain get it if you haven't got it all right uh adventure games life is strange is the winner runner-up tales from the borderlands the one thing that I want to say about this is I, I've list, been listening to podcasts quite a bit. I listen to them at the gym, and every video game podcast, seemingly, has been talking about Life is Strange. So when that season sh- ends, which is supposed to do at some point this year, I may just have to get the disc of it, because I keep hearing that it's amazing. Have you not played it? I have not played oh, it. Oh, it's amazing. Ah. It's brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. I've not played it either, but um, I, for some reason, I assumed you had. I don't know why. No, it's, I got stuck on the Game of Thrones beat this year, so that was my adventure game, mm-hmm. um, which yeah, which enough. was fine. Um, I, I had this is different yeah. league to that, I think. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. Too. I found with Life is Strange, I found that you know when you make the decisions in like Walking Dead and. Mm-hmm. You, you can do it really. They give you like a countdown. Yeah. You just do it really quick, and you you don't. I, I never really felt any. Like, oh, I don't know what to do. I don't know oh, really? Do, but, oh, I definitely felt that like in the first series of Walking Dead. There was a few. I think there was maybe like one. At, there was a couple of times in Game of Thrones I got it, but like there was some choices you have to make in Life is Strange, and I was just like sat there for ages, just like couldn't decide. Like I had to walk <laughs> away, come back <laughs> before he decided. The game's brilliant. brilliant. I can't speak highly enough of it. Oh, well done. That's great. Um, yeah, I, as soon as it um, won the staff pick. Um, I knew I was going to buy it for this year, so that's another one that's definitely on my list. Uh, music and rhythm games. Rock Band 4 is the winner. Guitar Hero Live is the runner-up. Uh, so these guys are back. Guitar Hero Live substantially different yes. than the original Guitar Hero incarnations. Uh, I am out on music games. I am not putting plastic instruments in my home anymore, so I am out <laughs> on them. I uh, thought I was day- out, but I bought Rock Band oh, 4. Did. You did it. You're the reason this happens. Real rock stars like Dave have to have to deal with this now. Yeah, I'm pretending to be Dave. That's the thing. Um, I have only played three songs, <laughs> and I spent a fortune on it as well because I had to buy the adapter. Because yeah. I, I refuse to buy more more plastic instruments when I've got a loft full of them. So I bought like the thirty quid adapter to make that old stuff work with it. Um, but it sold out, so I had to get it from like Germany and pay an extra twenty euros in postage. The whole game cost me like one hundred and twenty quid, and I've played three songs, and it's just like, oh, well, I'm an idiot. I'm an abs- I'm an idiot. Yeah, I was all in for Rock Band until they said that you, that you can't. It's only the wireless one. Yeah, I didn't even realize that when I bought the adapter either because three, three of my got, guitars had wires. I've got all the original rock band stuff, you know, when it was all wired. And my so. drums are wired as well, so I couldn't even use them. Yeah, so as soon as I saw that, I was like, no. No, I'll you did well. It. I wish you'd mentioned that to me before I showed up. 120 <laughs> quid. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, simulation. The Escapist is the winner, which we did review on site. Farming Simulator 15 is the runner-up, which... Dave's favorite game. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> my guilty pleasure. It's... <laughs> I feel like I've had a running joke around Farming Simulator for about five years, uh, but evidently the games are pretty okay. 
Yeah. Oh. Do you know, we, we did something the other day, and we were looking at popular gaming sites, and Farming Simulator is one of the top 100. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Globally, Farming Simulator website. Wow. All right. Uh, puzzle game, Numa Breath of Life wins uh, runner-up Gems of War. I have played neither of these. I've played some played of Numa. That's okay. All right. Numa, it's probably the best looking indie game yeah. <laughs> I think it was in um, Unreal Engine 4 mm-hmm. so okay. it was really yeah, nice looking I actually got to play that at um, Gamescom before it came out with the developer showing, right, showing yeah. me how to play it and that was pretty cool alright uh, strategy game Massive Chalice which was a free Xbox uh, yep, live title I played some of that uh, I still have not played it I own it uh, and then Run Ups Plague Incorporated Evolved not yeah. like that Card and board game, Magic Duel's Origins, runner-up, Yu-Gi-Oh! Legacy of the Duelist. Do we care about those? I've not played either of those. I don't think so, either. Uh, Vehicular Combat, World of Tanks, which we did review this year. Runner-up, Elite Dangerous, which we also reviewed this year. Mm, World of Tanks was good. Yeah. Uh, Party Games, Jackbox Party (laughs) Pack, which I will always throw my lot behind because it is so much fun. And the runner-up, Jackbox Party Pack. It's a clean sweep for the Jackbox. Clean sweep. Uh, yeah, which, fun fact, those guys are based in Chicago, which is where I'm moving next month. Wow, so, you're going there purely for the party. Yeah. Uh, best idea at Xbox game, Numa, Breath of Life, runner-up, hashtag IDARB, which you reviewed IDARB, correct, Dave? I uh, can't remember. Maybe. Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I feel you talked about that quite I, I, I a bit. I played it. I, played it. I, did play. oh, I got it really early because the developer was just randomly giving out codes on Twitter. Oh, yeah. That, that, so that I played it early. Um, you could get the full 1K in about an hour. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun game. It's different. But that that, that won the, um, what was it, most original achievement as well? Yes, it did. Yes, it did. We'll get to those in just a minute. Uh, last, last award, um, best DLC, Taking King for Destiny. Runner-up, Halo 3 ODST, which was free if you own the Master Collection by a certain yep. date. Yep. So, there are those. Platform Awards, Best Windows Phone Game, Hitman Go. Runner-up, Halo Spartan Strike. Uh, I've heard great things about the quote-unquote Go series, both Lara Croft and Hitman, yep. so that makes sense. Uh, best Windows Game, Microsoft Solitaire Collection. The free package. That was fun. And then Hitman Go is the runner-up. Uh, Achievement Awards, Proudest Achievement, Lone Wolf and Halo 5 Guardians. Uh, that's for Fair beating enough. things solo on Legendary, correct? Yeah, that's a cool achievement. Cool. Runner-up, Walk the Path in Witcher 3, which I cannot remember what that was. I cannot remember if I got it. I'm clicking on it right now. And I did not get it. Finish the game on Death March difficulty level, which that uh, that would be tough. I got the predecessor yeah. to that in uh, Witcher 2, and I do remember that being no joke. Most fun achievement, Legend of the Waste in Fallout 4, which is getting to level 50, which I will get to shortly. And runner-up is Touchdown in Fallout 4, uh, which is get a touchdown. Um, I have that. I don't know how I did it. I have to look. Um, (laughs) Most original achievement, over-the-air achiever in IDARB, runner-up, Touchdown in Fallout 4. Best achievement name, Masshole in Fallout 4, which, do I need to explain this to the two of you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so Boston. I just like the name. I know what <laughs> yeah. Boston, where Fallout Four is set, is in the state of Massachusetts in the United States. And jerks uh, from Boston, they call them massholes. Right. Okay. So for killing a ridiculous number of people in Fallout Four, they label you a masshole. Uh, and then runner-up is what is wrong with you in Assassin's Creed Syndicate? 
flip five vehicles by shooting their horses. Oh, that was fun. That sounds yeah. fun. <laughs> all right. Kudos to you, Ubisoft, for coming up with that. Um, all right. So those are the community-voted games and achievements of the year. Uh, thank you for participating. Uh, Rich, you have the statistics on these, correct? Yeah, we're publishing um, them this week. So uh, CJ how many people voted? Article. Uh, uh, it was down on last year. We had 7,000 last year, and we've had around 6,000 okay. this year. People get busy. Uh, let's talk a little bit about Staff Game of the Year. Uh, the honorable mention, uh, one of the honorable mentions of Staff Game of the Year was Ori and the Blind Forest, uh, which sounds great. Uh, the top five from the staff, uh, Assassin's Creed Syndicate, Witcher 3, Yay. Wild Hunt, Batman, Arkham Knight, Fallout 4, and then the Game of the Year as picked by the staff is Life is Strange, which... That was mm. that was the first notice from like maybe I should take notice of this and then I just kept hearing it yeah, exactly. um, repeated too. by other critics and people so uh, I'm definitely gonna have to check this out uh, shortly. I uh, think um, our staff play a lot of games, not so that they necessarily play more than the general community, but I would imagine they possibly do. So yeah, I'm, uh, that made me sit up and take notice. I'm definitely getting that game. Yeah, I was speaking of staff playing a lot of games. I did not play <laughs> a lot of games this year. I was looking at my year in review. Uh, I played 21 games. Uh, I completed three of them and I only got 425 achievements for nine, 9,245 gamer score. My TA score was just under 15 K. Uh, but I'm looking at my months and you know, my current job as a summer camp director. My summer was just pitiful. Like, uh, my worst months were June and October. I don't know what I was doing in October. Um, oh, wait. Yeah, I do. I um, I had a conference in Montreal, and I had family stuff happening, so I did not spend a lot of time at home in October, and I think I was probably just playing uh, Taken King, even though I'd gotten like almost all the achievements. Um, so, yeah, how, how were you guys years in game? I think Dave won out of us three. Oh, yeah, I can look, because I'm friends with Dave. I'm my best year ever. Woo. You did review more games than I think anyone else on staff, too. I 56 games played, uh, 51 completed. Wow. Wow. That's incredible. 1,165 gamers score, 79,000 TA. 79,000 TA. To be honest, I I, I knew I was around 50, you know, around Christmas. So I, I just played a shed load of easy indie games just before Christmas just to get me up to... 50k for the year. 50k is a nice, nice thing to achieve. Yeah, um, I was about half of that. Uh, I played. The, I actually played more games than you. Um, 66 games played. Well, you're 11. you're a grazer though, Rich. Like you play a little yeah, bit of this, a little yeah. bit of that. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that's the most polite word I've heard of for it. But um, I'll take that. Uh, 26k gamer score and 42k TA. Um, I should, while we're talking about summaries of the year, I should just mention today uh, we just put live on the site. Um, a lead, leaderboards for 2015. So there are true achievement leaderboards, uh, gaming score leaderboards, TA ratio leaderboards, and they're all filterable by your region, your country, your platform, and your genre. And you can find yourself on any of them. So uh, and you can share them quite neatly as well, and it will tell you what place you placed uh, in your appropriate region, genre, platform, etc. Uh, they're quite cool. People are going quite excited about them. It's all over Twitter at the moment. So. Check that out if you haven't. Um, but I haven't... In all these games we've mentioned, we've not mentioned my game of the year. Which is... Just Cause 3. Really? Okay. 
So it's the one game that I've actually spent vast amount of time playing this year. I don't know how many hours, but it's it's up probably in the, above fifty by now. Um, I'm just going through clearing up the collectibles. Uh, I finished the main story ages ago, but it's a massive world, and there's a lot of um, uh, towns and bases to take over and all that sort of jazz. So I'm going to try and I'm actually going to try and one k it, which is incredibly unusual for me for a game of that size. So um, I've just loved it. It's just there's a I don't think the the story missions are particularly memorable. None of them are like hugely memorable. There's one. There's moments that, there. There are odd <laughs> moments. Like, like, um, there was one. There's one story mission where you're standing on the wing of a aircraft, like a big. Um, transport plane and you're on the wing with like a load of rocket pr- propelled grenades trying to take down enemy um, fighter jets uh, wave after wave of them and that's pretty memorable and there was one on a train which I remember a lot as yeah, well yeah. Um, but it's not it's not like GTA where you'll remember five or six of the you know big key missions it's just the the grappling hook mechanic works so well Traverse, especially when I'm, now I'm going around just going for collectibles because the map's huge, but you can see the where they are on the map. So it's all about getting covering a lot of distance quickly. And that grappling hook mechanic is so well done that there's no need to get into any other vehicle at all. You just you can fly across the the map so quickly with that. And um, I was I was playing it the other day. And I was thinking Avalanche should make the next Spider-Man game because that yeah it's like the web. It's almost like you're firing an elastic band and pulling yourself around i think that they would make such a good spider-man game so uh yeah i'm still i'm still playing just cause and i've 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 had the odd moment of slow down but maybe because i only play it in two hour chunks it's not really affecting me but i i do really recommend that game did you do the achievements in that yet for you know, the thing there's one for taking a base down without firing a weapon yes that was brilliant and one that was that was the one that i voted for my most fun, yeah, they were fun then. achievement. Yeah, you you can't fire a gun, so you have got your grappling hook. But it's all about pulling stuff down using your grappling hook and tying enemy soldiers to <laughs> like the top of gas canisters and then sending them off into the clouds. A lot of fun. Um, what was your game of the year, Dave? Um, I think I did Assassin's Creed Ooh. and Life is Strange. Okay, cool. Oh, more love for assassins. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to playing that. I, I, it's really weird because, like, if you look through my reviews from last year, Assassin's Creed didn't get the highest score out. Of, you know, the games I reviewed. Mm-hmm. But what it's, I don't know if you feel the same, Jay, when you're doing a review. I don't. When I'm reviewing it, I'm not really reviewing it from me personally. Obviously, it's my opinion and what I think of it. But I'm trying to find you know faults in things that I might not really bother me. Do you know when I'm play when I'm just playing it on my own? So you're analysing it a bit more. Yeah, so like 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 I have to put in that it's got a bug, and then I've got I go well people, you know, I've got to mark it down because it's got a bug or it's got this big fault in it. Whereas in my personal opinion, just playing it for fun on my own without having to mention it, it wouldn't really bother me. So that's probably Assassin's Creed. It probably wasn't the highest scoring game that I give on site, but in my own personal opinion, when I haven't got a explain it to people that's See, my I, favorite game I, it's like your I, guilty pleasure i'm kind of the yeah. opposite i very much all of my reviews are just written here's what i think about this game and i'm perfectly willing to say you know what if you have a different opinion that's totally fine but here's what i think um for instance like today i just posted um the review for lovely planet which 
the best thing I can say about it is that it reminds me of how difficult games used to be. We were talking about Rare Replay, like the 80s and 90s, where it was really an achievement mm-hmm. to beat Sonic the Hedgehog or Super Mario Brothers 3, stuff like that, because it was hard to yeah. get through the levels. This is a game where it's hard to get through the levels, because you have to do things pretty much perfectly to get through the levels, much less get all of the, the stars for clearing them. But that being said, it's like bare bones presentation. It's just kind of annoying. There's kind of cheesy music it's just there's a bunch of stuff where i'm just like it's very it's a very disposable game so i gave it a 2.5 but i was talking to my wife after i posted the review i'm like there's gonna be somebody who really flipping loves this game and who's just addicted to getting everything in it and that person is gonna be like oh this game's at least a four and a half and i'm like well that's their opinion this is my opinion i could see where you would think that but this is why i think that way uh, so I think that's kind of where I, I see reviews is, you know, here's an opinion I have, here's how I see it, here's how I'm going to defend that opinion, and, you know, you're allowed to have an opinion of your own. If you think it's wrong, that's great. Write, write, write your own user review. Write another review. That's fine. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Did no, you, honestly, uh... you only need to look at... A... In fact, you can look at any of the threads that we've just been talking about. Any of the Game of the Year ones, any of the reviews. Oh, yeah, and absolutely. And there will be vast differences of opinion in the re- in the comments. Just from this is the worst game I've ever played to this is the best game I've ever played. From, you know, literally comments next to each other. That lovely planet, when I was looking through the homepage today and I saw, like, the small icon. Oh, yeah. <laughs> some pe- some other people said that. And I'm like, it's, it's, it looks exactly right because it's that, that style of animation. It looks like it's all... It's all very geometrical, all very cut out, all very bold, delineated colors. Um, I, I said it's it's a great game if you've got kids and just want to keep them busy for a couple hours. Just put that in front of them because they're not going to beat it and they'll probably keep trying it. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so uh, I was just looking at other stuff uh, from year interview, best achievements, the, the crappiest game I played all year <laughs> has my best achievement in it. Um, beating Commander Cherry's craptastic <laughs> puzzle journey gives you an achievement that is 150 gamer score, but the TA ratio on it is like over three. It's like you get 500 TA score for beating this game. Game, uh, and it's it's just so bad. I can't imagine people starting it. Be like, yeah, nope, I'm out, and that's why it's got that high of a ratio. There'll be a lot of people playing that on GTA SC next year. Oh, well, this probably. Year. In fact, it starts tomorrow. Oh, Um, enjoy that. Okay, so that was our years. Have we got um, what you're looking forward to? And we got ooh, that's a good thing. We got a pretty fallow January. We do, Um, but February's got some big titles. So Far Cry Primal. I've I've been enjoying the Far Cry games. Last two of them. Yeah, I'll be down. Is it it just a download or is it a proper full on? No, I think it's a full on. Yeah, I think it's like Blood Dragon, uh, in that it's oh, a really? full game. So not full on, then. Uh, I don't know how long they're expecting it to be, but that, that's kind of the impression that I've gotten off of it. Um, Mighty Number no. 9 is set to come out in February, um, which is the spiritual successor to Mega Man. Um, although yeah. I think yes. that might have been delayed. I, I've heard rumors that that's being delayed again. Unravel. Unravel looks interesting. Yes. Uh, we played that. Matt, in fact, we couldn't get Matt off of that at Gamescom uh, <laughs> last year. They were playing it on PS4, but a really pretty, um, cool title. I think that could be a lot of love for that, but it's, it's a platform. So Not your typical EA title either, is it? Not at all. No, it was weird because it was in EA take a, pretty much a whole hall, and these, these are vast halls, and um, they're big on the you know massive stands, 
huge lights, really, really <laughs> loud music. You know, there's there's Titans from Titanfall in one corner. There's um, life's you know larger than life Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo <laughs> in front of FIFA. There's like tanks in front of Battlefield. It's just vast. And then right in the middle of it, this this carnage was like ten <laughs> screens just with unravelled on them, and just people like. Chilling out, playing around. It was quite cool, but it, you're right. It's not EA. It was. It felt out of place. I'm also looking forward to uh, Plants vs Zombies. Yeah, you were really into that, yeah. Yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Um, brilliant. March has the Division, which I think a lot yeah. of people are excited. I want to see what they actually come out with. I've heard some some rumblings that it's uh, going to be Ubisoft's answer to Destiny in that kind of a I, format. Really, I played the alpha, and from playing that. And playing a bit of Destiny, it does seem similar, except it seems to be, you know, when you finish, like, uh, the missions in Destiny, it's just, like, taking you back into orbit. This was, like, you finish that, and then you carry on doing whatever you want afterwards. Oh, that's so it's cool. a bit more open world. I, I may have to prioritize that at some point. Um, that I will be fresh in my new place at that point. I've been there for about a month, and I may be ready for, for a game. Um one thing that I don't see on our release calendar right now is, uh, I believe, a new Deus Ex is coming out in the next couple of months. Yeah, uh, maybe we haven't got yeah, some release. I, I want to say that's like a February, March, April. or the, I can't remember exactly when it's coming. It's coming out this year. Um, I, I really enjoy the last one. That's probably another one of those games where, I, depending on how it looks in the months leading up to release, I may may check that out. Um I've, There's another new Hitman game in March. Yes, that is true as well. I've, is that the episodic one where they're they're releasing yes. something and then just gradually updating, putting more stuff out for it? Interesting. Yeah, because that, that was delayed from the end right. of last year, wasn't it? Um, Quantum Break April, is... Yeah, April's, April's reasonably yeah, large. Yeah. Yeah. Dark Souls 3, Dark Souls 3 Quantum, Quantum Break, Break, Dirt Rally. And, um, Dirt Rally. In fact, I'm going to play Dirt Rally at Codemasters in... Uh, two weeks time cool. so I'll, I'll know a bit more about that uh battleborn is set for may as is mirror's edge catalyst i'm ben- betting come on mirror's edge i'm betting come on somebody's gonna plop a big old game somewhere in may and gonna try and rule the summer because yeah. every year there's that one publisher that drops a game in may and is just amazed how well it does because everybody wants that game wants a game to play for the summer yeah. yeah i'm i wouldn't put it past rockstar to maybe drop a a uh, Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead Two. Uh, they wouldn't do Red Dead Two. No, they they would have oh, announced it by now. I, I, wish. I wish too, but I could see them doing like the <laughs> re-release on the Xbox One um, there, which I would probably jump into that. Yeah, I totally play that. Again. I would play it again too. Um, oh, I enjoyed that. Game. And after we get through May, we're into E3 season, and then that's when they start announcing the fall stuff. So then everything goes crazy. Yeah, we're gonna have uh, a new Call of Duty. Uh, I think. Mass Effect, the next Mass Effect might be dropping yes. this fall. Andromeda. Um, yeah. Trying to think. So that'll be Jay Sartid yeah, for next year. That, that'll, that'll, <laughs> that'll be something I will play. Uh, yeah. Uh, what else could we be conceivably expecting? Um, Rockstar might be due to, like we said, something Red Dead. Um, who else has been really quiet for a while that we haven't heard anything oh, else? Well, Titanfall 2, possibly. Oh, Titanfall 2. Yeah. Oh, that would be awesome. Uh, Ubisoft came out this week, or Kotaku ran a leak that we're not going to get an Assassin's Creed this year, supposedly. Yeah, I saw that. That's which, interesting. That kind of makes sense. If sales for this one were down, even though quality was up, it would make sense for them to take a little bit of a break. Yeah, uh, be a good move. Is Halo Wars 2? Oh, Halo Wars 2, yes. Halo, that could yeah, be in the fall. Uh, are we getting Gears 4 yes. this fall as well? Yes, yes. Okay, so that's... 
It's going to be heavy hitters yeah. like every fall, but uh, I and mean, recalls coming out this year. Did you see the? Um, it was the writer they announced the other day. Oh yeah, the writer from uh, Bungie, right? Isn't yeah. He did Destiny. Yeah, he did Halo. That he's it. doing, and uh, I, I haven't seen enough of that to really make me interested. Uh, I've uh, yeah, I've we gotten, don't even know yeah. what type of game it is, do we? No, and, and I've gotten to the point where uh, I'm going to be playing a lot of sure things unless I'm reviewing stuff uh, just on my own personal time because my gaming time is going to be getting less and less and less as I keep going forward. I'm I'm pretty positive of that. Um, yeah, but we got. I mean, it's it's looking like. I think 2015 was, was one of the better years we've had in a long time, uh, especially as we were kind of waiting for that year where the new generation really took off. And I kind of think 2015 was that year, and it really sets up 16 to build on that. I think there's a lot of stuff that's coming that's going to look pretty good, and it's going to be, you know, sequels of new stuff. Uh, Dishonored 2, it, I think, is set to. Come I mean, out this I, wanted, year. I want to play Quantum Break. I've yeah. Been yeah. hearing so much about the stuff for such a long time ago that I heard. I was really excited for what I saw back at E3 two years ago, and I, I'm excited for that. But if you don't like if you don't like cutscenes, are you gonna are you gonna be happy watching 20 minute TV no. episodes in between <laughs> games? <laughs> be skippable. <laughs> See if you can skip that. Yeah. <laughs> so I yeah I thought 2015 was pretty decent, and looking back on the game of the year votes, I've out of that top ten, I've only played like four of them. So I'm and I have three of them ordered. Or, or on the console to start, so I've got fun to have this month. I think. Excellent. It was a pretty strong, strong Xbox yeah. exclusives as well. I want these a lot yeah. at the end of this year. Yeah, indeed. All right. Well, uh, I think that about wraps it up for our Game of the Year podcast. We did it, guys. We did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, we will be back uh, hopefully in the next couple of weeks slash month to talk about the new year and what we've been playing and have a more regular style podcast. Hopefully Michelle will be able to join us for that as her her work life is settling down just as mine is getting crazy um, as that, <laughs> that's how things always work around here. All right. But uh, any last words before we get out of here, guys? Happy New Year. Again. <laughs> yes. Again. Again. Yeah. Again. Happier. All right. Well, on behalf of Rich and Dave, I am Jonathan, and we will catch you all in a couple of weeks.